Do you remember watching that movie with yeah. me back in the day? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Man, that was down a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we're not popular enough. Nobody's going to come after us. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Man, that was a movie I grew up on. And I remember watching it like when I was little. And I just thought it was the tits. And then um, I watched it when I was like 18. And I was like, man, this movie sucks. And then you and me watched it. And I was like. Ooh, this movie's real bad. And then Ted comes along and mm-hmm. revives the movie. Yes, it did. Good old Ted, too. I love Ted. I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. So fun for you. Yeah. So welcome to this week's edition of Generation Oblivious. We are back. As I, Mark. And I'm Cameron. We had some good talks earlier off air about... So, at our local Walmart, there's this girl who's begging for money, and I, she's, I'm thinking underage, I really do, and it makes me uncomfortable, like, as a dude who's old and gross, <laughs> like, you want to, the, the intention to help is there, like, I want to help her. Because, I mean, she's seriously, like, young-looking, but then in today's society, I was like, do I want to pull over and try to help this girl Mm -hmm. and then just, like, be accused of trying to rape her (laughs) or just anything? It was terrifying. And, like, I peeled out in front of her. (laughs) But today, um, uh, today, some dude was, like, Definitely going to join the Me Too movement all over this girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a Honda Ridgeline, and he had blocked both lanes of traffic. Nice. So they had to pull into oncoming traffic to go around him, and he gave her food and was talking to her. And, of course, she had a dog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does every homeless person have a dog? Right. Is it so that the dog can find food? Or is the dog, like, potential food? Or just companionship? So they don't feel alone? I guess. But you would think it's, like, an extra mouth to feed. But I guess if you use the dog with you... Like a blanket or a space yeah. heater as well? And it's funny that we're talking about dogs, because um, I started a... I'm going to lean into the microphone. Maybe a little central. Yeah. <laughs> Nice echo. First three minutes of the podcast is a big echo bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I started reading this book, uh, Sapiens, mm-hmm. and it's a, a brief history of humankind. And it proposes that uh, humans like we are, not not Neanderthals, because Neanderthals were bigger, stronger, and smarter. Um, but we were like pack animals, mm-hmm. and we teamed up with dogs mm-hmm. because... Uh, Dogs started following us because we would kill something and then leave, like, the bones and, like, all the weird intestines that we didn't want to eat, like its butthole. Right. And these dogs would eat it. So the dogs started following these humans. And so then we became, like, a symbiotic pair as humans and dogs, like, Mm -hmm. pack hunted across. And then we became, like, a force because we could think smarter than dogs, but, but dogs were just fucking brutal. So we, like, took out the Neanderthals and shit. I was like, whoa. I mean, there is still some Nathaniel, or, uh, 
DNA splice yeah, 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 yeah. there was some crossbreeding. Yeah. But it's weird, like this weird I mean this this uh relationship between man and dog is like millions Lasted. of years old. And it to think that like if if the dogs were just a little bit smarter <laughs> that we might be serving dogs. Right. Like even though we're totally smarter than they are, like we could be sitting here sitting talking about a dog and then a dog walks in the room and we stop and mm-hmm. just stare at it <laughs> and wait for it to do something. But this uh, this wasn't meant to be the first story, but I'm going to take us there okay? because we're talking about dogs, talking about Neanderthals, millions of years of companionship, but we're the alpha. I mean, let's face it. So we are now putting glitter on your dog's testicles. Nice. (laughs) Why? Beloved American prize wizard Bob Barker used to give us a daily reminder to spay and neuter our pets. Have you seen him lately? No. He looks like a goddamn vampire. He is terrifying. (laughs) I was expecting you to go a different way with it and say mummy. (laughs) No. He is so scary looking. And when people are like, you shouldn't party so hard, or this is going to cut years off of your life, I look at Bob Barker and I'm like, sometimes years should be shaped off of your life. Because if that's what it is, oh my god. Watch, um, it's a documentary, The Perfect Bid. The Perfect Bid. It's about uh, Price is Right. And they interview Bob Barker, like, today. Yeah, that's him. He looks like Nosferatu. <laughs> Holy shit. A glittered dog scrotum. That's where we're at in society. Uh, we as a species need a new predator. <laughs> the trend first hit wide publicly after being shared on the Royal Paws Pet Social Facebook page, the North Carolina Pet Salon. Uh, is not the purveyor of sparkling dog balls. They posted the picture for entertainment purposes only and assured customers that they would absolutely not be partaking in testicular bedazzlement. Uh, some people have called for scroll decoration animal cruelty. I don't think so. We really got to get off this animal cruelty bit. Right. Because, okay, putting shampoo... You testing shampoo on a dog would or cat or rabbit is that animal cruelty? I mean, it depends, I suppose, on the like, which unless they're doing testing to find this out, if the animal is allergic to being with the chemical compounds, right? Then, but if you find it out and you stop, like, right. but this animal cruelty thing just seems to me just to be going. Over the edge. Uh, whoops. It was PlayStation thanking me for my purchase. Um, but you're you're taking a dog's testicles and you're using like a light spray glue. And not and glue is a wrong term, but it's the same thing that girls use to put glitter on their face. And you're putting it on a dog's balls. 
is that animal cruelty? It's just really fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at these testicles. Like, I if mean, it's coming off them, they're digesting it. Maybe if it's there is a poodle up with some glorious insides. blue nuts. If it was socially acceptable, I would put glitter on my testicles. I love glitter. That was put my it thing. In your beard, buddy. Put it in your beard. <laughs> Prove it to me. I do love glitter. That was my thing in high school. I was just like, if if I liked a girl, I was like, she glitters. She sparkles. <laughs> that was creepy. But, I mean, who cares? Trying to look bright like a diamond. I mean, I've seen... there. Why not decorate the testicles? They're out there. They're offensive looking. So you might as well try to beautify them a little bit. Maybe put some googly eyes on them, so as the dog walks away, it's just like, or just don't look at dog testicles. <laughs> you can't do that. You can. No, it's like when you go to the gym and there's that old man, and you're like, yeah, don't, don't look at his dick, don't look at his dick. You always look at his dick. You know what I've never done? Gone to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> never had that. Issue. Well, that's one way to do it. Oh, so is that animal cruelty? Like I said, it depends if it's fucking let's, with their Let's time senses. travel back to two million years ago when humans and dogs are fighting to survive, and we set them down and show them a picture of glittered dogs' testicles. Do you think they w- that humans would just kill themselves if this was like if they see what what we've become? I think they'd just try and kill us because we're different from them. Speaking of time travel, remember the the story of the time traveler mm-hmm. that came back and said 2019, and he had two predictions. Mm-hmm. He said the 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 second prediction was we would see we would definitely have confirmed alien contact this year. Okay. And the first prediction was a horrible winter storm. What are we living through? A vortex. A polar fucking vortex, man. And President Plato. Is running his mouth mm-hmm. about goddamn climate change. I wish climate change would come and... Stupid ass. The definition of climate change is exactly what's happening. It was 60 degrees last week, and today it is 5. And it's supposed to be winter. It shouldn't be 60 fucking degrees in the first place. Yeah. We've had less snowfall every, every single year. <laughs> Every single year in the past four years have been warmer and warmer than the previous. So Trump is the collection of all the foreskin that has ever been cut off. Did you ever watch that cartoon on Comedy Central? Called what? I don't know. I don't remember. Freaks? Circus Freaks? No. I don't think I've seen what you're saying. It was David Cross. Hold on. I got... Shut up, Phone. There was a, a Comedy Central Comedy Central cartoon about circus freaks, um, and David Cross was one of the voice actors, but they were doing, uh, but they were like, they were like superheroes, freak show. <laughs> In this sh- freak show, they had. Um, there were, it was created by H. John Benjamin from Bob's Burgers, okay. uh, David Cross, we all know who David Cross is, 
there was Benny and Tuck. Uh, they were conjoined twins. There was the bearded clam, which was a lady in a clam shell. There was the world's tallest Nebraskan. There was Preemie, a premature baby, and he ran around in a tube. The log cabin Republican. Um, but there was a supporting character. But then there was uh, they fought a giant foreskin monster, and it was it was um, the Jews had taken all the foreskins from all the circumcisions, and they had made a giant monster. Of a person. So, our president is the foreskin monster from Freak Show. Oh, good lord. I forgot what I was talking about. (laughs) I just remembered foreskin. Talking about how he doesn't believe in global warming and stuff is where he diverted from. Yeah. Well, he made jokes about how many people were going to die during this massive winter storm. And there have been several children who have froze to death uh, because their parents are pieces of shit and have left them outside. Yeah. So not to mention the homeless population that we have. Yeah. So speaking of El Presidente, headline reads: Trump will handle it. Man broke into home, targeted Iraqi family in horrific crime. Police say. I don't know. What is he going to do? Deport the family? Look at that guy. Good night. He looks like... No. Uh, David Allen Bolu, 58, was arrested for burglary and could face a hate crime charge in uh, Pasco County Sheriff Chris Noko said. A man allegedly burglarized an Iraqi family's home in Florida and threw screws and nails at their car said that the United States needed to get rid of people with Middle Eastern descent and that Trump would handle it. Oh, he said that Trump would handle it. Yeah. Okay. David Allen was arrested for burglary and could face... Jesus, why don't you write the same thing twice, guy? The family, four children and their mother had been living in the neighborhood in Holiday, Florida before David Allen moved in... But the man allegedly had a goal of trying to get the family out. He wished they weren't in his community, which is ironic because he's the one who moved into our community. (laughs) On Monday, David Allen allegedly threw screws and nails at the car and the mother's brother-in-law as he left their house, hoping it would damage his car and his tires. Uh, The U.S. needs to get rid of the country of all of them, and we'll get rid of them one way or the other. A neighbor who recognized David Allen from the incident the day before saw David Allen snooping around the house. According to police, the neighbor told police that David Allen was yelling for someone at the front of the house, then went to the rear when no one answered. After after some time, the neighbor, he saw David Allen walk out the front door. He also stated if he didn't get rid of them, Trump will handle it. What a psycho. Last week you asked me if the uh, MAGA hat was just as offensive as the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. I think the MAGA hat has replaced the Confederate flag. It's just the newer version that's slightly more acceptable yeah. for the public to wear around because it's a presidential candidate slogan. Uh, oh, no, don't do that. It's just, it's crazy. 
Like, I try to be lighthearted, and we have this podcast for fun reasons, you know? And also, that guy's haircut reminded me of, like, a crazy old scientist. He looks like, day. For, <laughs> he looks like David Lynch, the director. If any, just Google David Lynch, and this guy will pop up. Uh, it was fucking crazy. And that's, I mean, and you've got the uh, Starbucks guy running for president... And that's not working well for him at all right now. But here's the problem. It, it, it The Democrats have asked him to not run mm-hmm. because they're afraid that he's going to split the vote. Yeah. Which I don't think... That's, like He must really think people are dumb enough to want the same shit that we've been getting. It's not true. It's not going to happen. People want to change. That's why almost all the Democratic candidates, whether they're being true or not, have gone to the left of what they used to say. Right. And him just trying to protect his tax cuts is not what Americans want. Most Americans want to increase the tax on the rich. (laughs) Because disproportionately, the poorest are paying more into the taxes than they are. Well, the the thought process is is if the U.S., starts to tax the rich, then the rich will just move. And that's been a fucking lie that they've been saying forever. Because, look, FDR was president how many times in a row? Four. Where was the taxes then? Much higher. Did they leave then? Fuck no. (laughs) Fucking idiots. And it doesn't matter. What they could do then is tax them for what they're making over here. There are they going to sell their businesses? Fuck But you can't... And here's here's the... This this will put it in the, the... the sports parlance, shall we say, uh, you can't play to lose, man. Like, the Democrats, if they want to win, they got to play to win. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't worry about fucking Dave Schultz and his Starbucks coffee. And, yeah, he said probably one of the smartest things was he's like, I'm not the smartest man in the room. I surround myself with the smartest people. That's, that is business. Like, that is a business mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm a KU fan. Kansas University. They fired their football coach. I was like, I should apply for it because I would hire the best offensive coordinator, the best defensive coordinator, and then the best linebacker coach, quarterback coach, blah, 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 blah. The best coaches that I could find because all the head coach needs to do is be the boss. So if you're the president and you have the bet, you, you surround yourself with the best people. The problem is, is that you are owned, you know, mm-hmm. but the Democrats can't worry about what Starbucks does. Like they need to, they need to get their best candidate out there and run. They need to run a political campaign. They need to pull it. It doesn't need to be a dog fight. It, they don't need to like when they do the, uh, what's it called? The, the debates? Yeah. When it goes to debate, they don't need to start slinging mud. They need to make it a fucking political thing. Yes, that's why... Like, it needs to be an intelligence thing. It needs to be like... You need to hear their actual policies, not... Yeah. It needs to be like a job interview. They need to pull it... You need to have the person who's best set up to run this country because, like, I was... I'm getting my degree in HR... And this morning I woke up to an email and it was like, there's a hospital that has an executive HR position. 
and I was reading through it, and I was like, I quali- I have every qualification but the degree. But I am nowhere near, like, it's talking about, like, making budgets for the hospital. I don't fucking know what a fucking budget for a hospital should be. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. But could I run it? Yeah. Should I? Probably not. So, but that's how those, that's what the Democrats need to do. They need to bring somebody who is job capable. Well, that's a, that's kind of a false statement in a way, because that's what they were trying to say about Hillary as well. Is that she's the most capable? Mm. Yeah, but she. Except for she literally turned on her own base, losing them. So is she capable? Is she also capable of taking responsibility for what she caused? No. Yeah, and that that she was the problem. Other her. people. Yeah. I think, I think that the Democrats and Hillary got so cocky that they they blew the independence. Yeah. They got cocky. They didn't. They didn't think Trump was a viable. Um, and I will give opponent. Her, sure, she still won the independent vote, but that doesn't matter when you lose the key states you need to win. Right. And the, but the Democrats fucked themselves when they fucked over Bernie. Mm-hmm. Like they put, and there were people like me who saw that, and I was like, "You, what you did was wrong. What you did was fucking wrong." Why should you be rewarded for it? Why should you? You shouldn't. And this is what you get. And part of me is glad. Like, yeah, okay, you fucked around. You fucked around. You you should have put Bernie Sanders up against Donald Trump. You should have fucking done because, it. Sure. Because that's what should have been done. And the they didn't do it because they wanted Hillary. The Democrats wanted Hillary. But the people voted for Bernie. But the Democrats fucked him. And so then they put Hillary up against Bernie. Yeah. So then you had people like me going, "Well, we're gonna fuck you, yeah, she and only, we're gonna fuck you with Donald Trump." She only won because she had the majority of superdelegates, the ones that aren't tied to people, don't have to vote for the people. They just get to pick who they want. That's who and how she won that Democratic nomination from. And just one of the more ridiculous things about it that they try to do was. Not only did she spit in their faces and say that I'm winning, and then immediately, like, what turn to the left she did make during the Democratic Party, she flipped that right back around immediately went to the right. Yeah. And any person that even had this thought that they might still vote for her, right then, it's like, knew she wasn't going to be. She was going to be two-faced. They'd already had enough of the... Hope and change. Hope and change and nothing changed. Yeah. And so why were they going to do it again? And... I had to throw it in there at some time. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> Edit it around a little bit. Yeah, fuck it. Um, okay. They can... And she's not even thrown out the book yet that she may not run again for 2020. Yeah. That's horrendous. That's crazy. And my whole point about this this false narrative, well, if they had put Bernie up, they could call him a socialist. But here's the thing. We'll never know. But what we do know for a fact, polls 
on election day still had him up by 12 points mm-hmm. if he was to go against her or him. Yeah. She wasn't. She was at like one. Right. And she lost. Yeah. They fucked up. And they got to deal with it. And now they got to, they have to, uh, you know, reevaluate, reassemble. And that's why they're all farther to the left now than they were then. But now they're they're now they're running scared of the independents, and they're like the independents are gonna fuck us. You have you can't play that way. No, you, you know you can't play. But it's you just, have to be more enticing. You but you can't play to lose. You have to win. You have to go out and play to win. And that's that's the old that's the like I said it's a sports analogy. Like you you have to go out and do it. And when I think of the Democratic Party, I literally think of when they were the most popular and powerful, FDR. <laughs> Yeah. Not this whole, oh, I'm more right-wing now than I was ever before. I'm like, yeah, no, that's never worked. You want to go... I've got a weird game. An internet game. Okay. God, I need to bring back the answer... The the, the name of the game is the answer is Jesus. Mm-hmm. I keep meaning to bring that back next week. Remind me. Remind me next week we'll bring back the answer is Jesus game. Okay. And we'll play it. <laughs> Girl 13 shot herself dead with dad's gun after playing the Blue Whale game. Have you heard of this game? It's an internet game. No. Uh, 13-year-old girl kills herself with her father's rifle after playing deadly Blue Whale game, her family claims. They say her name. It's crazy. We'll call her Emily. Left drawings of whales, a list of 25 things to do before I die, along with instructions from conversational social network phenomenon, which has been linked to number of suicides around the world. She was <laughs> she was found dead on her bed in her home in Turkey. Police at the scene found notebooks which contain a tear-jerking statement. Beginning suicide is an escape. Blue Whale players have to follow a series of 50 instructions from an unseen administrator, which can range from watching a horror film or playing music loudly to increase to increasingly violent tasks such as taking pills, self-harm, and then finally a command to commit suicide. The fuck? Yeah. Who, who plays this game? It's not a game. That's a you it's know not the a, ending of the game. Yeah, you commit suicide. No, it is believed to have started in Russia, where there have been linked to a hundred and thirty suicides that have been reported for young teens playing a game as far afield as a far field as Italy to Iran to Bulgaria to Bangladesh. Now, since this is starting in Russia, are we sure this is not just a cover story for them for when they do political killings? It's possible. <laughs> oh, which um, brings me. Uh, they have linked, like they they have found out, and it's been proven that Russia is using Twitter and social media to attack the United States and cause a domestic upheaval. Okay, speaking of this, are you referring to the Robert Mueller? What happened just recently with him in Russia? What's that? A Twitter account named something about news released a whole bunch of stuff to the press that what it is is they managed to get some hacked documents from a law firm that Robert Mueller sent out, but it wasn't anything super worthy. But they doctored them to make him look like it was a whole big nothing, and they released them. 
No, the um, and then the IP address for the Twitter account is from Russia, of course. Yeah, well, that's one of the things. But like that, uh, what we talked about last week with the Indian and the kid, the mm-hmm. college kid, or the high school kid, right? Uh, it's Russia like latching onto that and causing like civil unrest, and like they're they're the ones pushing the 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 black cop violence right. they're the ones like they're they're latching onto these stories and they're fucking pumping it full of twitter and using twitter and inciting riots and rage against us and russia is trying to cause us to turn on ourselves and it's fucking working but it's the russians doing it and they're using social media to do it don't worry daddy vladimir says he didn't do it <laughs> yeah your police you or tell least- donald to come here and think of the meeting with me. Fifteen minutes. We will have meeting. I will make girl do pee pee. One touch. <laughs> but yeah, there's this blue whale game that's and it's scary. That it's fucking stupid. I don't know, man. Like as a parent, you're like, God damn, that's scary that your kid could do that, and then. But the, there's a part of me that's like, if my kid's that fucking dumb to fucking do that, like, oh, I'm online, like, mm-hmm. a guy told me to kill myself. I'm playing the blue whale game. Fuck you, numbnuts. Where's that? Where'd they even get the name for that? I don't know. But like, I worked with a girl um, a while ago, years ago. Um, she got a. Uh, We'll call him a daddy online. Oh. Like, she wanted to be submissive. Mm-hmm. You know, she wanted to be dominated. And this guy was, like, telling her what to do online. And she comes to me like I'm her boss. Like, I was her manager. This is at Walmart. And uh, she was like, I met this guy online. He's, like, telling her, like, sending her emails and texts and stuff, telling her to, like, like I want you to go fuck your husband. And I was like, she's like, is this cheating? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking 25, 26 years old. And I mean, she's she's my age, mm-hmm. you know, so she she's coming to me for advice. But I'm in this weird, like, you're coming to me for advice because we're the same age. But I'm your boss. Right. But this is a weird internet thing. <laughs> it was strange, man. It was real strange. Mm. I was like, yeah, go get your nuts. Whatever. Whatever. Take your pickle. She's like, is is it cheating? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The only thing you... uh, Like, would I be mad? I don't know. I don't... I, I can't... I couldn't help her. Right. But don't play the blue whale game. If the game ends and, and you you die, it's not a good game. It's not a game to begin with. Yeah. You don't... It's like Russian roulette. Who's dumb enough to play that motherfucker? How'd you hear about the cops playing Russian roulette? No. You didn't hear about the cops no. playing Russian roulette? Oh, my God. So there were the... Um, hold on. Let me pull up the story. They know that could possibly end badly. Why would they do it? <laughs> You type in cops playing, it says, <laughs> my Google said cops playing Smash Brothers. <laughs> nice. There has to be a video of that now. St. Louis. Okay. St. Louis. 
St. Louis prosecutors accuse police of obstructing inquiry into killing of officer. Why are you still looking those up? Yeah, go ahead. I looked up the other story. Cops respond to a noise complaint, end up playing Smash Brothers. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. I like it. What else? Was that, was that it? Oh, that was just the headline. Oh, click on it. Read, story it. In the headline. Read it to him. Police officers in Massachusetts were called out for a noise complaint about a group of friends playing video games over the weekend, but instead of getting the gamers in trouble, the cops end up joining them for a round of Smash Bros. <laughs> That's fantastic. Alright, so here's here's the Russian roulette cop story. It's not funny. I mean, it's fucked up. Um, police officer Nathaniel... Hendren, 29, shot Officer Kaylee Alex, 24, in his apartment early Thursday in the presence of a third officer. They say Hendren and Alex were playing Russian roulette. Alex was shot in the chest. She was pronounced dead a short time later. Hendren was charged with involuntary manslaughter and armed criminal action. He was hospitalized shortly after the incident until, ta- until being taken to, into police custody. The death of Officer Caitlin Alex... A-L-I-X was a tragic accident that was unalterably impacted the lives of everyone involved. I urge the public as a member of the police department to wait until the investigation is complete. So, um, uh, Newton told USA Today that Hendren was injured on the morning following the shooting. He declined to provide details. A booking photo released showed a bruised a bruise below his left eye. His cash-only bill was set at $50,000. Uh, St. Louis Police Commissioner John Hayden Jr. characterized the shooting on Thursday as an accidental discharge of the weapon. Bullshit! Uh, <laughs> but authorities announced charges against Hendren. Police said Hendren emptied the cylinder of a revolver and then put one round back in. He spun the cylinder, pointed it away, and pulled the trigger. Police said in a probable cause statement, but the gun did not fire. Alex then took the gun, pointed it at Hendren, and pulled the trigger. Police said it again, and it did not fire. And the third officer presents Hendren's partner, told Hendren that Alex, they shouldn't be playing with guns, and they were police officers. God God damn it. You are fucking adults. You are 29 and 24 years old. He felt uncomfortable with them playing with guns and didn't want to have any part of it and started to leave. Hendren took the gun back and pulled the trigger once, and as as Hendren's partner left the room, police said he heard a shot, and Alex was struck in the chest. Fucking dumbass. Like, I'm not... Okay, this is a true story. Right. When I was in high school, uh, I was I asked to wear a a uh, flak jacket Kevlar vest mm-hmm. and get shot like I, I wanted to feel what it was like mm-hmm. but nobody would do it right because I could have died right now had a dumb shit cop been around I could have died but I was like 17 mm-hmm so, I understand, like, I've done stupid, stupid shit in my life. I should have died 100,000 times. I've counted. <laughs> I 
think you're a bit exaggerating there. No, it's true. Yeah, that's more. Oh, the Smash Brothers, right yeah. on. Um, you're better at selling stories. But <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I wanted to feel what it was like to get shot, so I could understand being like, let's play Russian roulette. I'm gonna wear a fucking, I'm gonna wear a Kevlar vest, and let's do a twenty-two. I don't, I don't even think you can get a twenty-two revolver. You probably could, but. Holy uh, hell! Revolver. Yeah, I mean that's you can't use a regular gun. Yep. You can't load like that. Pull it up and I'll read it. Um, I went to sleep. Uh, but holy shit, man! Yeah, cops playing Russian roulette and somebody dies. That is amazing. So, this is from the New York Post. Cops respond to noise complaint. End up playing Smash Brothers. Super Smash Bro- Brothers. Police officers in Minnesota were called to a noise complaint about a group of play- friends playing video games over the weekend, but instead of getting in the game, in- but instead of getting the gamers in trouble, the cops ended up joining them for a round of Super Smash Brothers. Javante M. Williams, a dancer based in Minneapolis, said he stopped by his friend's place on Friday to play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, a popular Nintendo game. At my friend's apartment, there's been a couple of noise complaints going on from the same people, Williams told Yahoo Lifestyle. Lately, we've been playing our games on mute. We don't want to bother anybody. We're not trouble. We're adults. We're not trouble. That's what he said. So when the neighbors again called the cops and the police showed up at the door, Williams explained the situation to them. We're telling them this is the same noise level we've been playing. They confirmed a few times that we that we weren't even loud. One of the officers asked them about the games Williams and his friends have been playing. I'm like, y'all want to play some Smash? <laughs> and the two of them literally raised their hands and walked up, noting the cops already knew to play the game. They're like, how do you jump? <laughs> but they're acting one of them was playing Pikachu. Later on, more cops showed up to join the fun. <laughs> And Friday, Williams uploaded a Facebook video of the party of the cops quickly became a social media sensation. Williams said the fun-filled evening was a much better outcome than other interactions and police had gone viral. You see so many videos of terrible results. I'm not trying to end up in jail or hurt and have my friends harmed to start a commotion, but you know what? I heard the police asking, what Smash Brothers? Instead of something negative, something wholesome. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. See, that's police being it's a great picture too. There is two, four, five. There are five black gentlemen and one white man. <laughs> one one black cop, one white cop, and four black dudes standing up playing Smash Brothers. That is tremendous. Good story about. Cops. I want the cops to go find who called the cops and kick the shit out of that person. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, look what I learned. Donkey Kong Smash. <laughs> Got play some King Croc. Yeah. Let's see if there's any new news. Jesus. <laughs> I'm on Reddit. There's a speeding ticket. <laughs> Dude was doing 115 in a 35. Why? I don't know. But you could get cited as a as a uh, low flying vehicle. All right, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Sarah Sanders, 
Donald Trump is president because God want, wanted him there. I think God calls us all to fill different roles at times, said the White House press secretary. Continue reading. I think he wanted Donald Trump to become president, and that's why he's there. I think he has done a tremendous job in supporting a lot of things that people of faith really care about. She also called Trump the most conservative president the Americans ever have. Is that a compliment? There's a reason evangelicals are sticking with the president, and that's because he delivered on all the things he said he will do. Mm. A key part of Trump's base, white evangelical Christian especially support the president's call for a wall. Build the wall. Build the wall. Earlier this month, the Washington Post reported that 67% of white evangelical Christians support Trump's wall, according to the most recent uh, public religion research institute poll taken in September of 2018. Sanders, the daughter of Southern, ba Southern Baptist pastor turned governor, has spoken about faith in the past, and in an interview... Last year, Sanders said that she did not separate her faith from her work. That's illegal. Yep. Separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. She should be hung by her heels and hit with a bat. I don't know about that part. <laughs> I'm not up on my current laws. So, so <laughs> crime and punishment. So did that say sixty percent of evangelicals? Uh, sixty-seven. Yeah. That's not a good percentage for them. I hate to tell them that because that's a that's a super small minority of people. Yeah, because sixty seven percent of white evangelical Christians. Yeah, that's not a very good percentage for them. So, all right, let's go to Google. Because, oh, hold on, let me see if I can get my Google to work. I'm going to talk to her. Hey Google, can you talk? Hey Google. Why aren't you talking to me? That's what's okay. I know, she's not, like, it's texting, but it's not talking. No. I talk to you when you talk to me. Oh, there you are. Hi. Hey, Google, how many white evangelical Christians are there in the United States? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. Christianity is the most adhered to religion in the United States, right. with 75% of polled American adults identifying themselves as Christian in 2015. This is down from 85% in 1990, lower than 81.6% in 2001. But what about the evangelicals? Hey Google, what about the evangelicals? I'm not sure. <laughs> Me neither. Hey Google, what about the what about the evangelical Christians? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. The 2004 survey of religion and politics in the United States identified the evangelical percentage of the population at 26.3 percent. That's a 2000. Thank you. 2004, 26 percent, and he only has 67 percent of the whites. Right. Yeah, that's not good for so him. Do the math, honkies. He only won because he held, I think, ninety some of the whites. 
and he's down to 67. That's a 23-point loss. It's not. That's not good. <laughs> not for him. And going to Sarah, where she said he's kept all of his promises. What about that wall? That wall hasn't been made. Didn't he also wall. say that he'd bring down pharmaceutical prices? They've gone up. Yeah. He also said he'd bring some sort of better Medicare plan. Did he? No. Nope. Yeah, so him fulfilling all of his promises, no. And then most conservative? I actually do believe that, because I actually do believe that Ron Reagan would consider liberal in today's age. And that's the saddest thing about this whole situation. Alright, dude. It's getting real out in Kansas. Family argument during Game of Monopoly leaves one person injured. Mm -hmm. The popular board game Monopoly has the power to bring families together, but in one case it did the opposite, leaving one person in need of stitches. Jesus. <laughs> uh, police reports say the victim was playing the game Monopoly with his cousin when they engaged in an argument. The cousin's girlfriend then hit the victim and shoved him into a mirror. Whoa, bitch, you were not a part of this. The suspect fled the scene of the crime, and now his arrest has been made, bringing a whole new meaning to the word to the go to jail. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Weak. Yeah, I can't play Monopoly. I lose my shit. It's rage-inducing. Okay. Uh, they're supposed to be making a movie about that. What? Monopoly? Monopoly. Hasbro's making a movie of almost every board game they had. I heard that, that there was a bunch of... Did you not hear about Battleship? They literally just have a ship in it and call it Battleship. Yeah, I saw the, the movie Battleship yeah. with Rihanna and Liam Neeson. Yep. That was weak sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Alright, this one... I'm going to put this on Twitter now. So, we're recording this on the 31st of January. Uh, so, go to... Uh, follow me on Twitter, at RobotNuts. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to post a picture of this man. Because I showed Cameron. This man. What is, it, what is he doing? Man arrested after his wife dies in meth-fueled death party orgy. Oh. Yeah, dude. This has layers. I don't want to pill them. I don't want this onion <laughs> to go away. A Minnesota man has been arrested after his wife was found dead following a meth-fueled death party, which he threw when he checked her out of a nursing home. Like, he was like, come on, baby. You're going to come home. We're going to fuck and you're going to die. Met, 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 metal, metal. Come on. Dwayne Arden Johnson. Dwayne Arden Johnson. Yeah. He looks like a Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson, that's the name of The Rock. Mm. You know The Rock can't be called The Rock anymore? Or the, 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 Ro the Rock is trying to stop being called The Rock because when he's called The Rock... When he's called The Rock... Mm -hmm. Is that you? That was nothing okay. about Bridges then. Fuck. Uh... When when he's called The Rock, he has to pay the WWE. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. But here's a Dwayne Johnson. 
58, was arrested on Friday after police charged him with criminal neglect in connection with the death of his 69-year-old wife, Deborah Lynn Johnson. Officers found the wife's body after they were called to the couple's home in Searles, southwest of Minneapolis, last Thursday. According to reports, Johnson ran out of the home naked to greet officers and inform him that his wife had died. What? <laughs> he claimed to have medicated his ill wife with methamphetamine and threw the death party because she didn't want to die in the nursing home she had been placed in. He also admitted to having sex with her in the hours before she died as he rocked out to heavy metal band Quiet Riot. Yeah! I wish... God damn it. Alright, I'm going to have to go in and record. I'm going to record some Quiet Riot. (laughs) Google... Get on YouTube and do Quiet Riot. Because they have a... Come on, feel the noise. That's the Quiet Riot song. One of the... Rocked out to the heavy metal band Quiet Riot. At one stage, she began convulsing, but refused to allow her husband to get any medical help. She finally died around 8.30 a.m., but Johnson waited several hours before he contacted authorities about her passing. Police found several stolen guns and rounds of ammunition when they entered the property. Jesus Christ, man! You're, it's one thing to fucking let your wife come home and die, but you're going to have stolen guns and ammunition? And weed and and meth? There was no weed. (laughs) Deborah had a history of heart attacks. A history of heart attacks? How many heart attacks do you have to have before you have a history of heart attacks? Which had been treated an antipsychotic medication. Johnson was arrested on suspicion of criminal neglect and had been charged with felony counts of theft and receiving stolen property. An autopsy is being carried out. And I bet he's going to be charged with necrophilia. Hit the music! Well, this is weird. (laughs) Yeah! Uh. We're going to smoke meth and bang our wives till they die. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Can you just hear that play? Just quiet, right? Just in your banging your wife. Holy Lord. <laughs> you know, I watch this show Shameless. Mm-hmm. The American version... There's, there was a character who couldn't let her heart rate get hot, get get up, or mm-hmm. she would die. And when she decided she wanted to die, she let this dude bang her, and she died when she climaxed mm-hmm. because her heart rate got up. Right. I'm reminded of that now. Jesus Lord, but that guy looks so happy. Because you know he's going to put on her tombstone, she came and she went. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hopefully he doesn't have the, the rights to... Jesus tits. Oh, that's a tough one, man. <laughs>
Pennsylvania man handcuffs his wife in car while he's at work so she won't cheat on him. Mmm. I knew a dude, he would fucking, while his wife was at work at Walmart, he mm-hmm. would go sit on the bench and just stare at her. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... <laughs> I probably know who you're speaking about. It wasn't, the, it wasn't at your Walmart. It was a oh. different one. Okay. A pair of... Well, she transferred to your Walmart. So maybe. A pair of handcuffs, I'm told, can sometimes be used by couples to spice things up in the bedroom and deepen romance. Some things tells us that, that this isn't one of those times. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania man James Van Horn has been charged with false imprisonment after handcuffing his wife inside his car numerous times over concerns of infidelity. Last Wednesday, police in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, responded to reports of a handcuffed woman trapped inside a car in need of assistance. When they arrived, the woman was found with a metal device shackling her ankle to the underside of the vehicle's front seat. She told the cops that her husband had locked her in the car while he went to work that this wasn't the first time it had happened in the past six months. Van Horn, the, the woman's husband, was seen driving by in a borrowed vehicle shortly after, according to police. The man in possession of the keys, the wife's restraint, as well as two realistic-looking BB guns. After being interviewed by authorities, Van Van Horn's wife was picked up by another family member. Van Horn, meanwhile, is currently being held. So she filed charges. This isn't the first car-related mishap we've seen in the state of Pennsylvania that stemmed from a romantic dispute. A couple of years ago, a 24-year-old man jumped out of a car while it was going 65 miles an hour down the interstate 81 while he was arguing with his girlfriend. Good job, guy. You'll show her, stupid ass. Do you see the guy that got in an argument and jumped on the hood of the car? (laughs) 65-year-old man got in an argument, road rage, and jumped on the hood of this guy's car, and Mm. the dude started driving. Oh, hanging on to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I I saw the guy hanging on to it. I just didn't know that he jumped onto it. Yeah. 65 miles an hour the dude was going. Nice. I found who got (laughs) <laughs> there we go. All right, we've 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 covered a lot of stories, and we've had a lot of weird. Um, we've given out some some advice, relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a man fuck an alligator and get poorly. killed. Yeah, uh, we've seen. A man fuck a goat in Africa. We've seen a man fuck a cow. Did we talk about that on the podcast or just off air? I think off air. It was off air. Man fuck a cow. Just got all horned up on that cow. In front of a camera crew. <sighs> but this, 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 this takes the cake, sir. And I'm all for free love. You know, I've been attracted to cartoon characters. Okay. <laughs> Comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Man dated cockroach called Lisa for a year and said she was hotter than any girl. 
The man gives a new meaning to the word sex pest after he confessed he dated a cockroach called Lisa for a year who he obsessed about having sex with. Yuma Shinohora, 25, called his bug his first love and said he thought their relationship was platonic. He fantasized about betting her either with him, himself insect-sized. Insect, insect Holy shit. Okay, I feel fucking retarded. Mm. He fantasized himself insecticide or Lisa being humanized. He also said ah. no human girl was as hot as Lisa that they were 100% serious about each other. But events took an even more macabre turn when Lisa died and Yuma ate her. Holy God, man. What is going on? Oh. Oh, wow. Yuma is an entomophagist, which means he advocates and practices eating insects as an alternative to eating meat. You don't eat the ones you love, dude. Come on. Even meat eaters don't eat the ones you love. Unless you're that one tribe that ate cannibals for, for a while. Did you ever watch that movie, What We Do in the Shadows? Not sure. God damn it, we gotta watch that movie. You'll love it. It's fucking awesome. But it's about vampires in ah. uh, New Zealand. Okay. And it was like... He was the vampire. It's a documentary style, right. and the vampires like, uh, they were like, "Why virgin blood?" And he goes, "Would you want to eat a sandwich after somebody fucked it?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good one. Yeah, it was fucking hysterical. But oh, dude, you are so fucking weird. In a video interview with Asian boss, Yuma said he bought Lisa in an African farm-reared cockroach that he believed they could communicate with each other. He also said that he was an entomologist and it was only natural he ate her once she died. He said he did it with reverence. The day she passed away was difficult, but I knew it had to come since she was a cockroach with a short lifespan. So now Lisa lives in my heart and continues living as part of my body. You doo-dooed her out, guy. <clears throat> She's not inside of you. You know your mouth is a tunnel, right? Mm -hmm. Like, when things are inside of you, they're, they're really not inside of you. Like, if you swallow something, it's not inside of you. Right. It's still outside of you. You know that, right? Yes. I know okay. how the body works. Apparently, somebody should explain that to Yuma. He needs to be kicked in the face. It was just the romantic gesture. He phrased it that way, but still regardless... So this guy it's... fantasized about this cockroach becoming a human lady mm -hmm. and then banging her like weird science. <laughs> yep. Or he becomes an, an insect and gets down with the insect sex. Yep. Is that a has that been a movie? Insect Sex? No. I might watch it. <laughs> okay. That got weirder than I thought. Mm-hmm. But this one 
This one's the hotness. I'm excited for this one. This okay. is this is why I wanted to do this today. Because it angers me and it excites me and I want to go do this right now because we're in the polar vortex. Or okay. should I say polar vortex? Okay. Local man arrested after cosplaying Mr. Freeze and yelling cold weather puns at people. <laughs> I'm too chill out. A local man, I'm, I'm just going to read this article verbatim. A local man was arrested early Wednesday morning at Walmart after walking around the parking lot yelling cold weather puns at shoppers. He told me he was going to change the stop sign to say freeze. He was dressed up in some clear plastic that, that looked hand-painted baby blue to really get the whole ice, ice look down. He was also trying to talk like Arnold did in the Batman movie. I thought it was pretty <laughs> funny, said one shopper we spoke, we spoke with. Not everyone thought the man's puns were funny, though. The man told me I needed to cool it on the on the makeup I was wearing. I took serious offense to that. Oh, fuck you. Who says that to a person? Really, I'm thinking about suing him. Oh, my God. I hope. I hope you fucking die. Said one woman. You need to cool it with the makeup. That's hysterical. That is so funny. <laughs> Authorities were called after a few citizens were concerned in the man's well-being and mental state. Oh, shut up. When we, when we showed up to arrest him, he told my officers they needed to chill. <laughs> they thought it was pretty funny, but we still brought him in for questioning, said one Sioux Falls Police Department. The man was released for making more cold-weather jokes on the way to the department. Oh, that's hysterical. It is. It's actually quite wholesome. Oh, that's amazing. That's the best story ever. I want to go do this. Let's go outside right now. <laughs> Be dressed as Arnold. One lady. I'm going to sue him because fuck you. You know what he said? Mm -hmm. You know what he should have said? What? You're like, you cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> Why are you being so cold to me, lady? All I said was you need to cool it on your makeup. Oh, what, was, what was his wife's name? Oh, fuck. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, uh, or Mr. Freeze's. Mr. Freeze? It's like, you're so cold like her. So you should I don't know. You need to Google it. I'm using my Google machine for something else. Oh, damn. But, yeah, like, that lady got mad. I'm glad the police had a had a sense of humor about it, because that's fucking hysterical. Hey, lady. Cool it with your makeup. Stop whining. I'm going to change the stop sign to freeze. Do you know what my favorite song is? It's a commercial, you stupid dick. Here's what it is. Here's how it goes. Hey, lady, you know what my favorite song is?
<laughs> yeah, do it. Sacrifice our love. Cool it, Iceman. Nora was her name. Nora. Your cold is Nora. Oh, God. I know another story about a Nora name. I can't. You can't take you can't say nor around me. You can't do it. <laughs> oh, go on. Do you really want to? All right, so do. You. All right, you know the author James Joyce. Sure. He's an author. Um, he's a Irish man, an Irishman, a Scotch, Scott James. But one of the regions of the uh, United Kingdom. Hold on, James Joyce. You know what's weird? Okay. Did I tell you about Shane and the uh, boots at um, at the mall? No. I didn't tell you about that? Okay. So, Shane. You know Shane from GameStop? Yeah. Shane. Knuckles, SRT. I don't know how else. He, uh, he was at the mall. He was at a... Uh, not Hibbit. But he was at a one of the sports stores in the mall. Mm-hmm. We'll just say Dicks. It wasn't Dicks, but we'll just say it was. And it was him and his daughter just walking. He, mm-hmm. s- he swears he wasn't on his phone. He had his phone in his pocket. And he was like, oh, look at these boots. I need these boots for work. These are nice boots, whatever the boots were. Mm-hmm. And he goes home. Well, later on, he gets an email from that store for a coupon for those boots that he was looking at. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Uh-huh. So I'm listening to another podcast, and a comedian was talking about how he, um, he'd been on tour, and uh, he came home. And he climbed on his old lady, and he lasted like three seconds. Like, he just was just like, Okay. Right? And they were joking, and he was just like, yeah, maybe I should uh, look for some, you know, like prolonging sexual pills or something. He gets up the next morning, and he gets an email from the website forhims.com for male sexual performance. For looking on for his phone, mm-hmm. so the phones are listening. Yeah. Speaking of listening, did you hear what happened with Apple? Yeah. Yeah. Just being the, able to add the, yourself the, to a call and turn yeah. on the mic without them. Yeah, the group call and the AirBuds thing. Did you hear about mm-hmm. the AirBuds thing? Mm-hmm. You can leave a meeting and take your AirBud out and put it on the table and listen to what everybody's saying about you. In the meeting. Oh. Okay. So James Joyce was Irish. He was a, he was a writer. He was a poet and he was a teacher. He was a novelist. Um, he wrote a lot of things. I'm not very... 
into I'm not much into literature. But James Joyce, his spouse, her name was Nora. They recently discovered letters that this that James Joyce wrote to Nora. Mm -hmm. And they were like dirty letters because they were far apart. Right. So when you say Nora, it's a trigger word for me because I can only hear it in um, Irish. Like, oh, Nora. Because, but his letters were sexual in nature. Mm -hmm. Hold on, let me... These are James Joyce's love letters to Nora. Okay? Okay. Piss off. It's a good start. <laughs> Okay, December 3rd, 1909. My darling little covenant girl, there's some star near to the earth for I shall steer a fever fit of animal desire. Today I stop short often in the street with an exclamation whenever I thought of the letter I wrote you last night and that the night before. They must be read awful in the cold light of day. Perhaps their coarseness has disgusted you. I know you are a much finer nature than extraordinary lover, and thou, I thought, than it was you yourself, <laughs> you hot little girl, who first wrote to me saying that you were longing to be fucked by me, yet I was supposed to be wild filth, an obscenity of my reply went beyond all bounds of modesty. When I got your express letter this morning and saw how careful you are and your worthless Jim, I felt ashamed of what I had written. Yet now night's secret sinful night has come down again, and the world and I alone again writing you, and the letter is again folded <laughs> before me on the table. Do not ask me to go to bed, dear. Let me write to you, dear. As you know, dearest, I never use obscene phrasing in speaking. You have never heard me. Have you ever uttered an unfit word before others? When men tell me in presence where filthy or lecture stories, I hardly smile. So he's saying, I'm not a crass man. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't use bad language. It was you that slid your hand down inside my trousers and pulled my shirt softly aside and touched my prick with your long, tingled fingers, gradually took it all, fat and stiff it was, into your hands and frigged me slowly until I came off through your fingers, all the time bending over me and gazing at me. Out of your quiet, saint-like eyes, it was your lips 
to which first uttered an obscene word. I remember well that night in bed in Pola. P-O-L-A. Pola? Tired of lying under a man one night, you tore off your chimis violently and began to ride me up and down. Perhaps the horn I had was not big enough for you. I remember that you bent down to my face and murmured tenderly, Fuck up, love. Fuck up. <laughs> Nora, dear, I am dying all day to ask you one or two questions. Let me, dear, for I have told you everything I have ever done and so I can make. So this guy is writing this dirty shit. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not that dirty. Right. And I don't want to keep reading this because it's weird that two guys are in a room together. One is doing a shitty Irish accent reading weird filth. Uh-huh. But he talks about farting in her mouth. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And that's what that's what I was wanting to read, but this is very hardcore. I pulled myself off twice when I read your letter. Jesus. My sweet little whorish Nora. That's how he starts a letter. <laughs> this novelist. December 8th, 1909. My sweet little whorish Nora. I did you... I did as you told me, you dirty little girl. I pulled myself off twice when I read your letter. I'm delighted to see that you do like being fucked arseways. Yeah. Yes, now I can remember that night when I fucked you for so long backwards. What does that mean? It was the dirtiest fucking I've ever given you, darling. My prick was stuck up in you for hours. Fucking in and out under your upturned rump. I felt your fat, sweaty buttocks under my belly and saw your flushed face and mad eyes. At every fuck I gave you, your shameless tongue came bursting out through your lips and I gave you a bigger, stronger fuck than normal. Fat, dirty farts came spluttering out of your backside. You had an ass full of farts that night, darling. I fucked them out of you. Big, fat fellows. Long, windy ones. Quick, little, merry cracks. A lot of tiny, little, naughty farties in, in a long gushy from your holes. It's so wonderful to fuck a farting woman when every fuck drives out. I quit. I tap out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All I can imagine is my wife, your sister, down, like, downstairs, because we're not recording where we normally are. Like, there's just my son and my wife at the bottom of the stairs, just petrified in horror of farting. Farting. Farting McFarting. Oh, oh, fucking Nora. Oh, Nora. So you can't say Nora around me because it's a trigger word. All right. That's pretty good. So the Iceman cometh. <laughs> oh. Well, that's it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a show. Oh, I'm probably in trouble. <laughs>
vulgar. Nah. Such vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, let me. All right. So follow me on the Twitter at Robot Nuts and on the Instagrams. Where am I on the Instagrams? Where do I find myself on the Instagrams? Ah, yes, I am Royal Jelly Twelve, Royal Jelly Twelve, on Instagram and at Robot Nuts on the Instagram. Are you on either? No. <laughs> I understand. Zero social media presence. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to post weird things. Pretty good. Yeah. So. Alright, folks. Well, I hope I've really ruined the name Nora for you now. <laughs> <laughs>